Oh yeah, by the way, listeners, if you are listening to this episode, it is better if you are listening to it at night because it's going to get, well, it's not going to get scary. But, you know, might as well just add to the mood. Tis the season to be frightened, to be scared, to be paranoid. To be, what rhymes with jolly? That's in a negative, scary sense. Tis the season, I was going to say tis the season to be naughty, but no, that's not Halloween. No, tis the season to be... Um, to be... Zombie. Tis the season to be zombie. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. That has to be the title of episode 12. Okay, tis the season to be zombie. Well, every time you come on over, I just want to listen. I know you got some issues and I know that you just miss him. I got a fever just to see you feeling like a stalker. And didn't know I'm really good at making you feel awkward. Our special Halloween episode. Halloween is this Friday. And for this episode, we pretty much decided to do a little something special. We're we're not going to do the same regular episode where we awkwardly talk about life and the world itself. We're going to talk about the weird part of the world instead of the awkward part of the world. But it'll probably still be awkward, like how we recount our experiences Yeah. in this strange land we call Earth. Like you at Ocean Park two years ago. Yes. I'm just so bad with haunted houses. I don't know why I do these things. It's usually someone drags me along and they tell me it's going to be okay. And it's not okay. It's never okay. We're not talking about real haunted houses here. We're talking about like like amusement park haunted houses. Theme park haunted houses. My first one was before the ocean. So ocean park is like this. It's a theme park in Hong Kong. It, they have everything. They have um, animals. They have, they have a giant aquarium. They have pandas. They have a rainforest bird area that I've never been to. And then you take this, like, cable car to the other side of the mountain, and they have all the rides. Like, it was a bunch of friends. They were in, they invited us to go to their the Halloween-themed Ocean Park event, whatever. And I had been to Ocean Park before, and it was very... It's family-friendly, you know? It's, it's not like Disneyland, but... It's more of a mix of... I don't know if anyone outside of maybe California will get this reference, but I would say Ocean Park is kind of a mix of Knott's Berry Farm, Six Flags, and SeaWorld. It's Totally that. And then, um, and so I had remember asking, because everyone was like, you gotta go, you gotta come and stuff. And I was like, okay, on a scale from 1 through 10, how scary is Ocean Park during Halloween? And they said 6.5. So I was like, okay, it's out of 9 or 10. Mm, mm, whatever, I'll just go. So, I went. And. And. <laughs> and and, you know, we, like, we walked in, it, it looked fine, there were people in costumes and stuff, and you're like, oh, okay, this is, yeah, there's kids, you know, and there was, like, and the costumes in the front of Ocean Park, like, the people, they were not dressed very scarily, they were just, like, I don't know, gestures and whatever, so I was like, ah, whatever. But then we kept going, and then things got creepier. We went to the other side with all the haunted houses, and that's when I was like, oh shit, they're kind of serious about this. Because we would stand, you know, when you stand in line, they have like monsters or whatever come up to you and stuff. But they were like, they weren't even monsters. They were just like 
sullen looking people but it was still really creepy these are straight up out of like um asian horror movies yes that's what made it fucking scary so you're like oh god you know like you couldn't tell who worked there and who didn't work there and then the okay so can i okay so when i also my first ever haunted house experience was at not scary farm like two years prior to that or whatever and, I mean, yeah, I cried and stuff. You know, it was really scary. But the difference between the haunted houses that I went to at Not Scary Farm and the ones at Ocean Park was that all the ones I went to at Not Scary Farm, you can basically, like, close your eyes, hold on to the person in front of you, and get through the maze. Because they're basically these mazes that you really can't, you can just, like, get through. I mean, it's still terrifying. But the sh- the freakiest thing about Ocean Park is that, like, there are moments where you can't, just hold on to somebody. You have to, like, interact with, like, the room, the people. That's what made it so scary. Um, I just remember I just remember, remember you were grabbing onto, like, my shirt. And I thought, okay, you were just scared. You were fine. And then, holy shit, when we got out of that first haunted house, your makeup was, like, straining all over your face. <laughs> you look like a ghost yourself. Like... <laughs> I felt really bad, so like, because I put face paint on my face, <laughs> I put this like heart on my face, and I'd grab onto my friend's like shirt, and I was like freaking out, you know. And then when we got out of the haunted house, the heart print was on her shirt. <laughs> and it felt so bad, I, like stained her shirt, and she's like, "It's okay." We could tell she was really upset. And later she told me she washed it. And I like shrunk her shirt and stuff. And I was like, "She's like, it's fine." I was like, "I'm sorry," but anyways. Yes, it was so scary. So, like, I okay, there was this one haunted house. I don't know, like, I seriously don't know how people are not scared. Because people were scared. Because at first they're like, oh, hold on to me, right? Mm-hmm. So it's holding on to them. And then there was that one maze where, like, suddenly, I remember everyone just, like, screamed and they, like, jumped back. And they were, like, kind of like, sorry, you're on your own kind of thing. Because basically you were just in this, like, was it mirrors? I think it was mirrors and stuff. This isn't the scariest thing. You have to, like, navigate a maze that's mirrors. And they have, like, ghosts, people there, you know? And they're... But, no, I think it was a different one where it was, like... Oh, no, it was the mirrors. So I was like, fuck, you know? It was so traumatic to me. I still remember it to this day. So, because right after the mirror, like, right after you manage to navigate through the mirrors, it's, like, this area with, like, cages and these, like prisoner like dead prisoners in orange jumpsuits with chainsaws and they're like and you have to like you have to like run through it and i was just like oh my god and i think i ran through it and then at one point i was or at this point i was like 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 oh my god i just don't i was just like god help me i am like freaking the fuck out you know like and then i think at one point i turned the corner and this monster guy was like about to come out i remember that and he saw me and he went back in because he was like, ooh, this girl is terrifying. <laughs> and then I remember I just made a run for it. I was like, there's the exit. I like ran and I was screaming, like running out of the exit, screaming my ass off. And everyone was just like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't kidding when you said you were scared. And yeah, I was crying. I See, I think the thing is, because I, I noticed this whenever we watch a horror movie together or any maybe thriller movie where something unexpected might happen i think you have a fear of fear you, like yeah because every time we're watching a horror movie i see your hand when your hands go in your cheeks and you're, you're, you're like you're like readying yourself for something to jump up at you because something's gonna happen yeah yeah i'm you know dude i'm sweating like profusely just talking about this <laughs> oh my god 
I'm like, yeah, and I'm gripping the mic hard again, and like last time, <laughs> when I was mad. I, I mean, that's what I, actually, that's why I was like really surprised that most people weren't really afraid. Like they were, I mean, there were moments like the mirror, the mirror maze part, people freaked out a little bit, or people were like, ah, oh, you know. But I was like, how are you like not shitting bricks right now? Like, how are you not? I am not afraid because I have experienced. Yeah, True fear. Yeah, I, <laughs> I think I, I have experienced possibly, I'm not saying if it's 100% true or not, like real paranormal scary experiences. And maybe that kind of has numbed my fear of the, the you know, the, the, the fun ones, the acting ones. For me, because it's like, I mean, I understand like these are people in costume. Like if you had to, if you had to tell them like, hey, you guys are freaking me out. They will get out of character and like leave you alone and stuff. But I think like for me, if it was a real paranormal activity, fake, I think my reaction would be the same. Uh, uh, well, actually, uh, I would hope that in real life I would not react. Oh, uh, that, that, uh, that's fine, Paige. You just ruined my perfect segue into the into my story. <laughs> Uh, I was gonna be my perfect segue <laughs> into the real story. <laughs> um, okay, so let me take you guys back to a simpler time, to a time that is a long time ago. This is the 90s, where your co host of Mutually Awkward was a little kid living in the suburbs, and we were renting a house. This house we moved in was a really weird house. This was actually back before my parents got divorced. When we moved in, I remember our neighbor had told us, like, a lot of weird things happen in this house. And everyone who moves there always moves out. Where was it located? It was located near uh, Baldwin Park High School, like right at the border of Baldwin Park and West Covina. I don't know now if it was because I was a little kid and I had an active imagination or there was just a lot of weird things happening. But I swear every night I would hear creaks. Like, I would hear noises in the attic above all the time. Like, like footsteps? Like, yeah, like bump, like, like bump. I mean, f- f- I mean, for all I know, for all I know, there could have been a homeless guy living upstairs. Oh my god, it could be a raccoon. <laughs> or raccoons. <laughs> a giant monster. No. <laughs> but. Raccoons. Oh, raccoons. I think you said krakens. Like, yeah. Like, no, like, raccoons. Like from Pirates of the Caribbean, a giant squid. <laughs> Um, but there was, yeah, there was, there was always weird noises in that house. The definite proof that that house was weird was one day my brother and I were playing in our room, you know, playing with our action figures or something. And we were playing and then we were talking. So we're standing there talking in our room. Oh my God. Oh my God. (laughs) We're standing, we're standing face to face to each other talking, right? Oh my God. I'm scared. (laughs) This is... (laughs) And I swear this is the this is like the, the weirdest thing that's ever <laughs> happened to me. And we're talking and all of a sudden a voice right in front of us says, Vincent, a little girl's voice, Vincent. And oh we just look God. at each other because the voice was right in front of us. It didn't come from outside. It wasn't one of our friends by the window. It was right in front of us in the room. And we just looked at each other and we just ran to the living room just screaming. And we're like, what the? F-? Yeah. And he, he still remembers that, too. So that means the, what makes it true is if pe- two people see it. You know what I mean? Like, oh my god. <sighs> yeah, yeah. And um, th- that kind of that that kind of like that experience there is 
what kept me from being a true skeptic. Like, like I'm o- because you yeah, had that. like I'm always bashing. Like we've talked about it before. I'm always bashing on psychics and everything, but like that experience there is like the one definite experience that you know the world is a little weirder out there than you than we all think. My bed would used to face the the hallway outside of all the bedrooms, right? And the hallway would have a door there, and behind the door would be the living room. And I remember that um my that sometimes I would hear like footsteps in the living room, and then someone turning on like our uh, what are those things? The water thingy, the water cooler, and I hear and I hear like water dripping. <gasps> and and it wasn't your family. I, it might have been. But I, I don't think so. And oh, when the water dripping experiences happened, that happened after my parents got separated. So my dad no longer lived there. And my mom was just in her room. And my brother, my brother and I shared a room. And the worst experience of this ever was I remember it was like super early in the morning, maybe four or five in the morning. I, I could hear my mom in the shower. My brother is in the room with me. And so I'm, look, I'm looking uh-huh. straight ahead. And it's, so, so, no! it's so dark. It's completely dark. <laughs> no! I'm so scared. This is like a legit campfire story right here. And so and so I'm looking straight at, I'm like l- not looking at the darkness right now. I'm looking away. And my 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 um my bedroom door is open so I can see the hallway door leading to the living room and I can see a crack, the crack like the door crack underneath and there's some light. It's just like I guess it's just the general like I don't know, but I I see I see like two footsteps stop there and I'm just oh, freaking out. And they're standing there, and I'm just like, what the fuck, what the fuck, what the fuck? And then they move, and then I hear the water cooler go down, and then nothing. No! Yeah. It is. It was the, God. I see, Some I don't... Ghost is very thirsty. <laughs> yeah. Or, like, so I don't... <laughs> thirsty see, ghost! At this, po- at this point, it's been so many years, I don't know if I was half asleep and I was just dreaming, or if it was real. I remember I, I just, like, went to my the, the bathroom, and I'm like, well, there's someone there. She checked. There was nothing there. Um, but that is an experience. Those are the two distinct things that happened at a house that I still remember. And but that generally, there's a lot of weird, a lot of weird things like the noises in the attic. My brother told I don't know if my brother was bullshitting, but he told me he had an experience once where where like the bed his bed lifted up and just fell down. I heard from our neighbor who said like people always moved out. He always said that like yeah. people who moved there they usually broke up. So. So that's the house where my parents got their divorce. Now, I'm not saying that they, my parents got divorced because of a haunted house because they always had marriage problems. But who knows? Maybe there was like some bad aura. I never believed in light because you know feng shui, right? That's basically the art, the art, whatever, of like rearranging furniture. So like the it would be like good energy or whatever. I was never a believer of that. Yeah. Until recently when, and this was like two weeks ago when, yeah, I was telling you, or three weeks ago when our office like rearranged and we were forced to sit outside and stuff. And their energy was just so, I could feel it. Everyone was just, everyone was like possessed, you know, or something. Everyone was just not themselves. And then recently, last week, we moved away and we moved into this other room and like everyone's like super happy. So, really, so suddenly I was like, you know, there, I mean, I'm just not saying that air is haunted, nothing like that. First of all, like getting to my seat and stuff, it was like all these chairs and there's all these 
boxes everywhere just look like shit so you feel like you're going to work in a warehouse you know after that experience like lately I've been like rearranging my room I'm cleaning stuff you know because I just feel like when everything's nice and you know pleasant then you have kind of like good energy and stuff and I think like but then yeah yeah I totally agree there I totally feel like if things aren't right if the energy around isn't like good you know like things can happen and I'm not saying like ghosts it's just like general you know case in point you know, clean your shit up. Don't be messy. Don't be like yeah. me. Bad feng shui. <laughs> feng shui? How yeah. am I pronouncing it? Feng shui. Oh, well, it's like feng shui. Feng shui. is fine. But, okay, so speaking of, though, so there are certain things that, because I grew up with my mom who's, like, super into this. She's, like, really paranoid and she's really superstitious. And there were some things that she mentioned about how you arrange your room that it kind of made sense. Like, for example... She would say, you're never allowed, you're not supposed to face your bed to a mirror. And I was like, why, you know? Well, she's like, well, think about it. If you wake up in the middle of the night and you see a figure, you know, looking at you. I mean, it's yourself, you know? But it's like, especially if you're half asleep, it can be kind of freaky. And I was like, oh, that's, that does make sense, you know? Like, to suddenly wake up and see yourself, you know? Or actually, like, one of the really bad things is to face your bed towards the door. It means It means death. Does it? Yeah, because I, I once, my first roommate was um this Filipino-Canadian dude. I remember his mom uh-huh. was, like, helping him move his stuff in. And she was telling, and she kind of told me, too, like, all right, you guys can't put your bed facing the doorway because that means death right there. And then, like, so I'm just like, right, fine. I'm, like, kind of, I'm, like, mocking her in my mind. I think in feng shui doesn't mean death, but it's interesting how, like, two different cultures, they kind of had this, like, idea, like, hey, don't face your bed towards the door. You know, I feel like there's all these little, it's like superstitious and stuff, but it's over maybe because like people had just bad experiences. And I can imagine if my bed was facing the door all the time, I'm staring at the (laughs) exit, you know, all the time, you know, that's kind of unnerving. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my, I was was pretty shocked. Like my dad like got superstitious once and I was pretty surprised because like usually he's not like that. Once we were hiking in Griffith Park and we find there's like this abandoned lookout area so we go inside and there's like what are those things called you know like uh satanists do it when they draw the circle on the ground oh the star oh, pent- the pentagram yeah yeah so yeah it was like a pentagram <laughs> on the floor yeah yeah and it was red so they might have used like raccoon blood or cat's blood to make it or something what the fuck are you kidding so I, I immediately like jump on it i'm like hey take a picture of me i'm like i'm on the middle of the pentagram oh my ha, God. and then he's like Vince, like get off that like that's really bad luck to stand on that something really evil has happened there and i'm like no it's it's like it's fine oh and but yeah he got he got like really serious like just don't stand on it it's really bad I'm like, whoa, whoa, okay, I'll get off the pentagram. I'm like a skeptic, but I was raised by a really super superstitious person. So, like, you can't shake off some of the things, right? Because that's kind of what you were instilled with and stuff. So that's why I'm like, I'm a skeptic, but at the same time, I don't mess with things. Like, I remember I was talking to um, one of our old co-workers before, and I was telling him a story of my brother and how my brother and his friends used to go to graveyards and just hang out and drink and they would like they would they would sit on gravestones and pose and take photos. Like if you look at my brother's Facebook, he has like a whole photo album of him, profile photos of him just posing, doing stupid poses on gravestones. And my old coworker, he got like really shocked and he looked a little offended too that my brother would do that. 
And um, he's like, wow, like, how could he be so disrespectful to the dead? But I mean, it's kind of in the States, it's, it's, it's not uncommon to have like teenagers hanging out in graveyards. I would I would not hang out in a graveyard at night. I would not. I would just get so scared. I don't know if this was real, but um, this was back after we, we had moved to an apartment complex. And this was after high school. After high school, I went to a design school for a while, and I was working a graveyard shift at Target. So I would work all night at Target and then go to school in the morning, and my sleeping schedule was really just off the rocks. I was taking pills to go to sleep, taking pills to stay awake, drinking monster energy drinks. It was probably the most unhealthy. It was I, I call those years the dark years because it was the, the time when I had no friends. I was really unsociable. I couldn't, if I had to call somebody, I had like panic attacks and mm-hmm. yeah i wasn't sleeping well i was really unhealthy and my sleeping was a nightmare like i was getting paralyzed in my sleep i would wake up i would wake up at night <gasps> and mm-hmm. i could not move this is actually pretty common after i read about it and but like it is when yeah. like you wake up in the middle of the night you can't move and you feel like there's a presence in your room mm-hmm. you feel like there's like a figure watching you or something like this is quite common and that's what would happen to me i would i would i just couldn't move i would be freaking out I remember the one thing I do remember, though, is this might be another case of me being half asleep or not. But I remember one day, one night, I wake up, I'm completely frozen. I don't know. Has this ever happened to you, this feeling? It's... No, I don't get that. But there was actually, there's actually like a, uh, like a science behind it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I read about it, too. Like, I, at first, I didn't know what was going on. But I remember once that happened to me. And then all of a sudden, I could feel myself being dragged down my bed. Yeah. What? Yeah. No, 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 no. Okay, that's unusual. <laughs> that's the unusual part. And I, I remember, and I remember, I could feel the sheets like moving up my back. What the fuck? Was this the haunted house you were living no, in? No, we had lived in an apartment at this time. I just remember, I started thinking like, all right, think moving, think moving. And then I, 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 I just used my thoughts enough to get my movements back. And uh, yeah. Oh my god, that's so scary. It, it was scary. I remember, like, I, yeah. Like, what the hell? Like, because I've only heard of people, like, I mean, it's called ghost press, but it's really just kind of like this weird sleep paralysis thing. But a lot of people get that, but they have never said, and then I got dragged <laughs> down from my bed. <laughs> I know. Thankfully, my sleeping patterns have since long been more normal. And. That has not happened again, and I have not been paralyzed in my sleep or what, from waking up again. So that has not happened. Yeah. But yeah, those those were some pretty intense experiences. Actually, I have a really weird thing that happened to me. Um, it's not like mm-hmm. scary, but it was so vivid that I just feel like it happened in real life. So I was in preschool, and um, we had nap time. So it was nap time, and we all, like, are going to sleep, and I just couldn't sleep. And I remember, like, flopping onto my stomach and just thinking, like, oh, my God, just get me out of here. And I, like, closed my eyes really hard. And when I opened my eyes, I was in my room. What? And I was like, what? And it was, like, daylight. It was, like, the same day, I think. And I was like, oh, my God. And I remember shouting, like, mom, and, like, the house was empty. And I got really scared, and I, like just like turned around and like clutched like did the same position where i like clutched my fist and closed my eyes and when i opened my eyes again i was back at the preschool and okay like the reason why i still remember that was because 
it did not feel like a dream. It was like, because I remember, like, I could feel the sheets. I could, like, you know, like, when you're in a different, like, area, right? The the air smells different. It smelled like my house, you know? And then, like, I remember I wanted to get out of bed, but I was so scared. Because I was like, what the fuck? So, like, I was just like, oh, take me back. And then afterwards, when I went back, I was like, oh, my God, that was cool. But try it again. And then, like, of course, that didn't happen. Um, But I was just like, that was really weird so you you teleported and now talking about it i'm like i could have been dreaming of course you know but it was just so vivid because as a kid i always had really like crazy dreams but i always knew the difference between dreams and reality you know like i like in dreams like i in my dreams at least i don't smell anything only one time i tasted something but it's like you know you're dreaming kind of but this one, I just, like, it just felt, everything just felt so real. Like, I was there. Honestly, though, that sounds pretty cool. That sounds rad. <laughs> I'm like, Like, don't you wish you had that power now? Like, you know, you know what? I feel like seeing the pyramids in Egypt today. Boop, you're there. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe it's, like, because I started thinking about it. I thought about it for really long, for many years. Because I went home, you know? I didn't go, like, to, like, my grandma's house <laughs> or, like like mcdonald's or anything you know i don't know like maybe it's it was home base i don't know what it was but it's one of those things where you're just like it was kind of magical and you don't know how to explain it and i remember i think the only other time i ever shared this experience with was we had a writing class in college and they asked us like write. everyone had to go around and write something that was either real or fake and I wrote it as a, a truth, like a thing that has ha- had happened to me. But of course, when people read it, they were like, wow, that was so, what a great, like, fiction story you wrote. You yeah, know? F- like, yeah, fiction. Yeah. <laughs> you kind of, like, move your eyes, squint yes. back and forth. Fiction, right. <laughs> but it was just like, yeah. And it's funny because I totally forgot about that memory until you were talking about, like, weird things happening in your childhood. Because I guess, you know, just, it's been so long, mm-hmm. you know? But that was, and actually, it was both like a creepy but really cool memory. That is, to have. That is like really cool. Like, you should like find a way to channel that power again. Yeah, I was like, dude, I don't want to, I don't want to like sit on a plane for like eighteen hours. <laughs> just imagine if you, home. imagine if you like got that power, then you could like you could live in L.A. and then go to work in Hong Kong and then come back the next. And then, but I would have to like hug like my suitcase. <laughs> Otherwise, I'll have like. Oh yeah, in LA. good point. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so those are some stories of things that happened, like, unintentionally. But I had this point in my life where mm. I started seeking out weird shit. So this was kind of during the same time, the dark time, where I was really messed up. But I, I occasionally went out with, like, some friends. And I, and around that time, I fell into this group of dudes who, what they like to do on the weekends is go to, just go to, like, supposedly haunted places and just walk around at night and look for things and just look for stuff and so i call this kind of like the mini like the haunted forest era and we went to some pretty interesting places let me pull up i have a list of of some local california haunted places that we visited um first one let me pull it up here okay first one Paige, I told you about this place. It's in my hometown of West Covina, Gelster Park. I actually used this park in a story from our first zine. But, so here's the story of Gelster Park. This park is located on a hill with three entrances. It has been closed off because children have been raped and murdered there. And supposedly this happened like in the 70s and the 60s. People have seen a pathway leading to the house of the murderer. 
There is a there is kind of a weird house there. The man would take the children, rape them, and beat them. If you go there at night, you are able to hear the screams and pleas of the children. A boy wearing a sweater with a massive scar on his face has been seen standing at the entrance of the first or second Fuck. gate. He has been seen Shit. inviting people into the park, telling them to come in and see what is inside. The boy has been seen at different ages, one as a child and the other as an adolescent. Dude, that's really creepy, you guys. This place is very real. Extreme precautions should be taken if you dare to enter. This is no joke. A group of investigators were chased out by men carrying knives. This is not a safe place to visit. And you guys went? Yes. <laughs> uh, we went there. <laughs> and actually, this was the one place that some of the people in the group, they were kind of afraid to go to. Unfortunately, nothing weird happened during this outing. Uh, we went there with flashlights. We went to the top of the hill. It was a normal, nothing weird happened. However, a small update to this place. Last year, they found someone who hanged himself there. Oh, shit. So another recent death. Um, there's, some, there's definitely some weird happenings in Galster Park. And uh, yeah, I would not want to go there by myself. Um but it did inspire that story that I wrote because I feel like if maybe if you go there at the right time, something weird might happen. Uh, these other two places that I remember that I went to, um, these are closer page to where you were raised. Uh -huh. Now, Altadena, Pasadena, these two cities, there's a lot of weird stuff. First of all, Paige, you should know about this one, Gravity Hill. Yes, I've never been to any of these, by the way. Oh, really? No. So we, <laughs> we, we, went, to, so we went to Gravity Hill. This is on Loma Alta Street. Let me read about it. On this hill, if you are facing downhill in your car, stop, place the car in neutral. You will go backwards up the hill. Fingerprints are reported to be found as well. Oh, yeah. According I heard like if you put baby powder on, you're going to see fingerprints. Yeah, like pushing the car up, right? Yeah, but wait, pushing the car from the bottom? Yeah, um, yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. According to, according to legend... A girl took her parents' car for a wild ride with friends and lost control on this hill. The car spun out of control and killed herself and her three friends. Now they try to push you back up the hill. We tried Gravity Hill and, lo and behold, it worked. The car was going up the hill. Now, I read some other like, experiences about it. And, of course, the skeptic and possibly true explanation is... <laughs> The hill is, you know, it's just real, it's just tilted weird and something to do with like, you just can't see the horizon or something. And it's just, you know, it, it looks like you're going up, but you're really going down <laughs> or ghosts. <laughs> you can choose whatever you want. <laughs> but when I went there as a 19 year old, I loved it. And we were just like, whoa, what the fuck? It was really fun. Um, and uh, yeah, I think it's a, it's, a, it's a thing a lot of of people from SGV, SGV, it's a thing SGV kids do. Except me, didn't do that. <laughs> Except you, you're like, fuck that, I am not going to go to a fucking nope. gravity hill. I want, I'm going, I'm staying on normal gravity, I'm staying grounded in normal gravity right here. I don't want, I don't want to be pushed up by anything. <laughs> now, two other places, I think the most famous, the most famous um, supposedly haunted place is the top of um, all the way down Lake Street on the top of uh, Altadena. It's the Enchanted Forest. That's the <laughs> that's the official name. Uh -huh. the, the the name that I know it as is the Haunted Forest. Uh -huh. Paige, you should know about this place too. I know about the Enchanted Forest. Yeah, you, you have you ever been hiking there during the daytime? Of course, I've never been there. Not even during the day, because like 
Wait, why shit? I have been there. Yeah, it's a normal hiking trail in the daytime. I mean, the entrance is literally these two giant creaky old gates that, lead, that, be, that start the trail. So the, sto- the story goes that a, like supposedly there's an insane asylum at the top if you hike all the way at the trail. or up one, one, To Echo Mountain? Not Probably not Echo Mountain, but if you hike one of the trails, it leads to an abandoned insane asylum. What is there is an abandoned building. I don't know if it was an insane asylum or not, but I have went hiking there a lot. And I maybe I went there three times at nighttime. What usually is there is a, is this a bunch of other teenagers and t- people in their 20s just smoking weed up there, hiding in the bushes and jumping out and scaring people. A lot yeah. of stoners. Um, yeah, that's what we did. Like, we went there and these two dudes just jumped out. Ah! They awkwardly stand there in, our, in front of our group and they're like, all right, bye. Like, <laughs> really scary. It, it, yeah, I feel like that's the main hub of ghost, hunt- of ghost hunting in that area. So... Um, too many people were going to the haunted forest of Pasadena at nighttime, and police start started like, like you know, um, going around that area and trying to stop teenagers from going. And one time we we we, we were we were coming back like hiking back down. This was probably after midnight. We see the we, we see a cop car coming down, and we're like, "Fuck, fuck! What are we gonna do?" So it passes by. We start heading down, and we see another cop car coming. So we all hide behind rocks and trees and benches and stuff. And the cop car stays there. It shines a light on us, and then it moves on. The two cars that we brought was were parked right outside the the big old gate. So as soon as the car left, we're like, "Let's boot! Let's go!" We boot it to the car, and this really fat dude that was with us he falls over, which was hilarious. <laughs> And then we get into the cars and drive off. And yeah, the best part was the guy falling over. Okay, so I was expecting something haunted. No, it was something funny. I just wanted to mention it. (laughs) Okay, rumor has it that the KKK live in the Enchanted Forest. Mm -hmm. That's what people were saying. (laughs) (laughs) They were like, yeah, we got chased out by the KKK. (laughs) Like apparently there's like a small group of them. That was one rumor. I heard the KKK are in a Turbo Canyon, Turbo Canyon in Whittier. Um, that that's the maybe they moved there. Maybe, but apparently, apparently that's like this really dangerous night place. Like the group I was with back then, they did not want to go there at all because they oh, say the, really? they say the KKK are there. Um, I actually pulled it up. So the website I'm using to read about all these haunted things is called theshadowlands.net. <laughs> it's like this early 2000s web. Like this website is really old, but it has like listings of haunted places from all over the world i even pulled up a page about hong kong like it has everything and so it says turnbull canyon road extension of the road pushes your vehicle uphill when in neutral so it's another gravity hill and sometimes you hear a knocking noise under your vehicle and see (laughs) human-like shadows in the bushes So, so this might this next part might be related to the kkk part or like other group activities satanic cults have been spotted there as well, as well as UFO sightings. Cause is unknown. So if ter- so, if this website is true, there is a gravity hill there. There are Satanists there and UFOs. <laughs> that probably is a- not somewhere you want to go. Yeah, that is a hodgepodge <laughs> of like paranormal <laughs> shit happening there. <laughs> yeah. Um. Huh. But um, the other place we went to was one more in Pasadena. This is finally where something weird happened. This is 
at a Devil's Gate Dam in Pasadena. So, okay, do you know in Pasadena, um, there's like the really long bridge? Yes, Suicide Bridge. Suicide, yeah, Suicide Bridge. Well, the dam is right below it. There's a, there's a swamp there and a hiking trail, lots of bridges and water. It's really wet down there. And apparently, let me pull up. Okay, so the, 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 official, the official info about Devil's Gate is the Devil's Gate Dam was constructed in 1920 and was the first dam built for Los Angeles County's flood control and water conservation system. The name comes from a unique rock formation below the dam that resembled the profile, the profile of a horned devil, which is no longer visible because it was covered up. But what people supposedly say about it is that it is a gateway to hell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Devil's Gate Dam crosses the Arroyo Seco Canyon, a dry natural riverbed which flows down from the San Gabriel Mountains and empties into the Los Angeles Basin. In earlier days, Native Americans living in the area believed the canyon contained a doorway to the afterlife, and they stayed away from that area. So it always begins with a Native American legend. In August 1956, 13-year-old Donald Lee Baker an 11-year-old Brenda Howell went missing while riding their bicycles in the recreation area behind the dam. They were last seen alive on a Sunday evening but never returned home. Hundreds of volunteers searched the foothills of the San Gabriels while Navy divers checked the reservoir. All that was found were their bicycles and Brenda's jacket. Because you cannot take jackets and bicycles into hell. They want your, <laughs> they want your soul. We went there. This was probably in 2006. We went there. Um, there was, I think there was a group, maybe of eight of us. We went there. This was around 3 a.m. We were hiking there. At one point, the most exciting thing that happened was we stepped on a frog. My uh. friend freaked out. Um, another thing that happened was this, this dude comes out of the bushes, really stoned. And he's like, hey, are you guys going to the party? <laughs> and we're like, what party? It's like, oh, never mind. And he just goes into the darkness. But we do remember, like, while crossing, like, one of the bridges we see, my friend freaks out for a second. We all look, and we see, like, these red eyes staring at us from the bushes. No. Yes. What animal has red eyes? What? I'll tell you what animal. Demons. Um, that was, and it was pretty, it was pretty good. Okay, so I used to work at the Pasadena Public Library. I remember I was working with this guy, and we started talking about, yeah, the Enchanted Forest and all that stuff, and this woman was like, she was like, she had so much freaky shit happen to her up there. Like, a lot of it had to do with, like, Native American, like, burial sites, people seeing, like, orbs in the window and shit, like, weird shit. Orbs? I've heard about orbs before. What really? Yeah, I've heard about those. Yeah, and in, in the Chana Forest. I mean, no, but like in general, like when people see haunted stuff, they see like orbs. Yeah, they were like saying. I think it was like okay, so I think the story was like, they probably went to um this house that was up there, and legend has it that it was built on top of a burial a Native American burial site, and I think they were looking into the windows and stuff, and yeah, they saw like an orb and stuff. So I mean, that's <laughs> scary. I mean, you know, Native Americans. They they have I mean they're like kind of they're really spiritual when it comes to nature, yeah, and earth and stuff. And think about it, like how many hundreds and thousands, probably not maybe maybe yeah, hundreds and thousands of years when this country was just only full of Native Americans. It's like yeah. it's like it's like Pocahontas, man, when her grandma was that tree thing. 
Grandmother Willow. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe like back then, all the trees had faces. Maybe, 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 hey, maybe. Pe- you know, okay. Speaking of now, interesting, right? So we had Pocahontas that was completely fictionalized by Disney. So Grandmother Willow was not. I'm sure real life Pocahontas <laughs> did not talk to a tree. But speaking of trees with faces, I was gonna say. I just realized, uh, I was going to say Game of Thrones, but then I realized, oh, that was another fake story. (laughs) Never mind. But you know, a lot of these fake things are based off of, like, folklore. I mean, you think about, like, Lord of the Rings and stuff, they had the walking trees and stuff, right? I don't think, like, trees had faces. I think people back in the day probably just carved faces in them. Yeah. And then, like, present day people were like, oh... I feel like some, and I feel like folklore is like somewhat based on reality. Like every culture, yes. every culture, like because think about it, like both Western and Eastern cultures have stories of dragons. Yes, so, I was just gonna mention that. Isn't that so crazy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's awesome. So I mean, and obviously they must have seen some dinosaur skeleton. Yeah, and they were like, "What the fuck is this?" Maybe a paradox. It's a dragon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah, let's. That's that's actually something I always thought was super cool, and I think young like before I was like, yeah, isn't that strange that these cultures never met yet they had the similar things? But then yeah, dinosaurs. So. Yeah, I know. I wonder this if I wonder if like someone could connect that. Like, maybe maybe like pterodactyls lived in Western countries, and that's why like you know Western dragons have wings and like. But Chinese dragons, I think they have wings but too. But they, they're more like snake-like, right? Like oh, that's true. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, because they're probably like don't have wings. Oh my god, that's so crazy. Yeah, so they kind of like because yeah, they, Chinese, like Chinese dragons don't have wings. They, they don't they like slither. No, they, they, actually, they don't. They don't. Yeah, they, they, they don't slither. They, they slither in the sky. So maybe like that's where like water dinosaurs lived. But you know, interestingly enough. All of them believe the dragons breathe fire. Because, which is interesting because, I mean, you find dinosaur bones, you're not going to be like, hmm, fire breather, you know? Like, I don't even think dinosaurs breathe fire, but all of them kind of did. Maybe it's just to make them more crazy, you know? Like, whoa. Because what's, like, if what if something breathed water, it's not as cool. And, and like, isn't there another one where, like, every culture has a flood myth? Like, a great flood myth? Um, I don't know if Ch- does China have one. I don't know, but like mm, I should look into it. But that's like interesting too. It's like so, regardless if you're religious or not, if every culture has a myth about the flood, maybe there was like a gut. I think there was a flood. Yeah, there must have been I like some. There was a yeah, flood. there must have been a huge flood. Yeah, maybe, maybe the flood covered. If there is no Chinese one, maybe the flood the flood just covered all of like the Middle East and stuff. But there was definitely some gigantic flood. Cause, yeah, no, because because Na- actually Native Americans have a flood story too. So like something happened. So maybe there was some weird worldwide flood. I don't know. What happened to China? Maybe that's maybe maybe China is like really elevated. I don't know. Uh, yeah, but that, that's like one of the things. Like what, like who knows what? It's pretty. It's, it'd be interesting. Too bad we can't teleport back then and see. I know, <laughs> but you know what's funny? Like I whenever people time travel, I'm like I actually would not want to time travel to the past. I would get killed immediately. Not that I would like not survive, but they'd see me like this like modern woman walking about. They'd be like witch and burn me or something. I love it. That's what you always say. Like, if I was if I, if, like Doctor Who, if I was the Doctor's companion, you always say I would die. I would come out of the TARDIS and just die. 
immediately. Yeah, like, I just feel like I would not survive it anywhere because they'd be like, why do you have a Chinese woman, like, aboard the TARDIS? Like, not aboard the TARDIS, but, like, why is she here? And then, so the only place I could go back in time would probably be China, but even then I'd probably die anyway. So <laughs> they would throw me into, like, like I don't know where they throw me into, so... You, you step out and you see, like, the Mongolians taking over China. And you're like, and shit, like... <laughs> They throw, spear at you. <laughs> they throw a spear through your chest. <laughs> Actually, I realized the only time I would like to time travel back to would be the U.S. in the 80s. I would time travel back to that. Because hmm. that's when a lot of Chinese Americans were like, you know, that's when my mom was here. And you see a lot of like, like, because I was watching, what was it? A Better Tomorrow too, and they go to the States. And that was just cool to see like Asians like hanging out in like New York, you know, and you're like, I would go there. Oh, but. Also, but not beyond the 80s. <laughs> if you if you went back in time in the 80s and stayed in Hong Kong, you could go to Kowloon Walled City. Yeah, I could hang out there, you know. Yeah, I could I would I would time travel to like yeah, I think 80s is probably unfortunately as far back as I'd go only because I feel like if it was like the 50s or something, I would get you know, get thrown in jail. You know? <laughs> so. uh, no, no, because what's it called? I mean, there were Asians in the 50s and and in ha- no, no. ha- happy, happy days and happy yeah, days. Yeah, but they were probably like way people were probably saying way more racist shit. Well, yeah. I mean, imagine now I'm still getting it. Imagine back in the day, like fuck. But, uh, you but, know? But, but, but remember from the food episodes back, you read how there were like so much more like Chinese Americans doing stuff than you thought. But at the same time, they were like reading this thing where like they had they all had to wear like have like special permissions even though they were american citizens they all to prove their identity and stuff like that you know so it's just really tiring and i'm already like dealing with it as a present day Mm. you know chinese american so imagine back in the day i'd be even more frustrated but i would like oh i would go to like i don't know hong kong in the 50s that would be rad yeah that would be cool i i was gonna say taiwan but taiwan is so like traditional i feel like i would not i would not want to go to taiwan <laughs> in the 50s. they would immediately like make me marry somebody and whatever so <laughs> fuck that now i would probably want to go to the future I, like the- yeah you know what the future is like just i just want to see it i'd go yeah just go to the we year go to the future go to the year 3000 you know futurama go or go, yeah, okay, I always have this thing where it's like if you have to choose two worlds, like people always give me Harry Potter universe or Futurama universe because those are like two of my favorite things. I would hands down pick Futurama Futur- because you could travel in space. Yeah, and who knows what else you could do. Like, Yeah, it's like fucking cool. But okay, but speaking of time travel and stuff, this was a one-time special segment that I wanted to introduce for this episode. And this segment is called Real or Fake, where we're going to list... Paranormal things that exist or may not exist. Talk about it for a little bit, a quick overview, and just see if Paige and I think it's real or fake. Or a maybe. Um, so we're already on the subject of time travelers. Yes. Now, there is a story of a time traveler named John Teeter. Have you heard of this story? No, I've never heard of this guy. Well, let me just Google it really quick just so I could... Um, Get my facts straight. John Teeter is a name used on several bulletin boards during 2000 and 2001 by a poster claiming to be a time traveler from 2036. In these posts, Teeter made numerous predictions about events in the near future, a number of them vague and some quite specific, starting with events in 2004. He described a drastically changed future in the United States had broken into five smaller regions, the environment, and the infrastructure has been devastated by a nuclear attack and most other world powers 
had been destroyed. In his online postings, Teeter claimed to be an American soldier from 2036 based in Tampa who was assigned to a governmental time travel project. Teeter had been sent back to 1975 to retrieve an IBM 5100 computer which he said was needed to debug various legacy computer systems in 2036, a reference to the Unix year 2038 problem. I guess that's a real problem that people are seeing is going to happen. The IBM 5100 runs the APL in basic programming languages. I don't know what the fuck that means. But anyway, Teeter has been select, but but apparently like him like going back for this computer stuff, people have said that's a pretty legit problem. Anyways, Teeter had been selected for this mission specifically given that his paternal grandfather was directly involved with the assembly and programming of the 5100. Teeter claimed to be on a stopover in the year 2000 for personal reasons to, to, to collect pictures lost in the future civil war and to visit his family of whom he spoke to awesome. I mean awesome of whom he spoke to often. And um so Apparently, so and like on on this message board, he gave like like drawings and supposedly like blueprints of this time machine that he had, and and he he made some interesting predictions. He claimed uh-huh. like like the Olympics in two thousand four would be like the last Olympics ever. Okay, he's a shitty. Okay, sorry. But <laughs> but but they went on to say like maybe like since he came back in time and claimed all these things happened, like like they were prevented. You know what I mean? What do you mean? Like, since we knew, like, since he prevented, like, since he said him coming to the year 2000 and saying things are going to happen, like a civil war, like, in 2015. and. But why did he say the last Olympics would be in 2004? Like, I guess there would be some terrorist attack or something. Of course, it didn't happen, but him going back in time and claiming it beforehand may have caused Olympic people to, you know, add extra precautions. Hmm. Now, I first heard this story from listening to this paranormal radio show I like to listen to before going to bed, Coast to Coast AM. And they always have guests talking about it. Um, apparently, t- there's a, actually Teeter's family. Ha- like, There is a family. John Teeter's supposedly family actually have a real lawyer who, who talks on their behalf about this. And he goes on the radio show and talks about it. So it's, it's, an, it's a pretty interesting tale. I mean, no, ma- no matter what, like... Even even if this, I mean it's probably fake, but even if it isn't, just just the fact that there was like some poster in the early two thousands posting all these things and then that the story got this big, it's pretty interesting. John Teeter T O T I T I T O R. Yes. Um, he, he stopped posting online, so they just think that he probably went back. Um, he went back to he went back to the future. <laughs> If you, if the only way to time travel is to like bend the fabric of space, because basically create a wormhole, it's like a shortcut, yeah, or something. So that means if you're going from one point to the next, you're going like first of all, how do you aim to go like what like if by bending the universe would you land in another planet, you know, another galaxy? I know there's this, uh, there's this, there's this other um there's like this there's like this scientist. Um, and that, he's like supposedly pretty legit. He has like a theory for a time machine where it's like bending light or something. But he said pretty much the only way it would you could like tr- in his theory the only way you could travel back in time. It's not like the TARDIS or like the DeLorean. It would be like if he, he made his machine. The only way you could go back in time is if you turn your t- like say I turn my t- I, we have his time machine. We turn it on now and then it, and then I leave it on for like two weeks. 
th at that point, I could go only go back to the point where I turned it on. Ah. His story is pretty interesting too. Like he said, he he became like he got into physics and like he actually went. He's he's a he's, he's a legit. He went to he got his PhD and everything, and he got he did it because his father died and he wanted to find a way to see his father again when he was. So it's actually kind of a sweet story, but he said like, well, the the the, the legit theory that I came up with for time travel is I would never be able to see my father again. But that's what he came up with. He said the only way that we'd be able to go farther back in time to like before someone turns on the machine is if some other more advanced civilization invented a time machine billions of years ago and they've left it on. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty interesting. Yeah. That sounds like a Doctor Who episode. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> if anyone's interested in reading about that guy, his is a little bit more grounded in reality. Um, his, his, his name's Ronald Mallet. It's pretty. It's a pretty cool read. I wish I was so smart. Like <laughs> I wish I studied physics, but I feel like a lot of things just go beyond my head. But I love this stuff, you know. Yeah, I like. No, I, I like reading it. I like reading the. No, I like the light. I like re I like light reading about it, but I'm glad I studied filmmaking. I don't want to study physics. That's a lot. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to like study it like every day, but I wish I like knew some stuff. Like someone could just inject all the information. Yeah, and I'd be like, oh, okay. You know, actually, no, I always have these, like, I'm like, it'd be really cool to talk to, like, an astronomer. You oh, know what yeah. I mean? Oh, or, yeah. like, like, a physics guy. Like, for a day. And just ask them all these questions. And they tell you, because I feel like that's how I learn. I can't really, when it comes to really scientific, like, detailed stuff, I can't learn it from reading. Because then it's just goes, it's just, you, you know, you can't, I can't absorb it. So for me, I like to learn when it comes to these types of things, like, by word of mouth. Which then again, you're like, well, you're interpreting someone else's, like, you know. But at the time, at the same time, that's what a book is, too. You're interpreting what someone else wrote anyway. Mm -hmm. So I would like to get that information through someone else. Because A, I'm lazy. And then B, it's just, that's how, just how I absorb information. So it would be really cool if one day I could just have a sit-down chat with an astronomer and a physics person. Um, yeah. And record it. So we can put it on, can it. Put it on the podcast. Cool. That would be really cool. If anyone wants to be on our show. <laughs> Hit us up. Any physics out, yeah. any physicists out there. Anyway, so, so the John Teeter time travel story. Real or fake page? Oh, I'm gonna say maybe. <laughs> maybe. Because <laughs> it's. It, he. I mean, like, where did he go? Like, he just. I mean, no one even talked to him. I didn't know about him. Mm, that's true. That's true. So I feel like that's the fake part. But at the same time, I feel like. Okay, I'm gonna say fake. <laughs> After thinking fake. about it, I'm gonna say fake because all these theories are falling apart. And I still think it's a cool story. It's, it's one a of the, cool it's, story, though. Yeah, it's one of those cool early internet message board stories. I think in the future, <laughs> talking about time, I think we're gonna see. I think people are gonna look back at that as like one of the like the first internet legends. Because now, uh -huh. back in the old days, like legends and folk folklore, they would be passed around like campfires. Yeah, yeah, and through yeah. generations, but now these cool stories are gonna be passed down through the internet, through message boards of supposedly mm -hmm. real things. And I think this was one of the early ones. But but if we're talking about real life, I'm going to say it's fake. Yeah, I agree. Because I just forgot all his theories were, like, yeah, debunked. So <laughs> it was terrible. Like, and they called them predictions. Like, wouldn't it have been, like, facts then from his time? But, like, hey, look, if I was from the future and I want to convince people 
that shit happened, I would bring a fucking history book. I would bring a book that was made in, like, 2025 and it listed all the shit that has happened with pictures and be like, hello, people, look at this. Well, his story bypassed that idea was saying, oh, I'm part of the government, so I can't say too much. So that's so that's him copping out. Like, yeah. okay, if you want to convince people... We need the evidence. Otherwise, we're gonna just label you as a lunatic. Though, I mean, I mean, the one, I guess the one thing is like, well, if I mean, if people did invent time travel, I don't think it would be public knowledge. It would probably be some secret government. It would be secret government, but the, okay, it would be. But at the same time, it's like, then why are you coming out and telling us then? Are you like showing off? Okay, another real or fake? Let's see. Okay, ghost, real or fake? Um, I don't know. You know, well. I guess I'm more inclined just because of my own experiences. Yeah. I will say it feels weird. You know, I'm going to say real. I'll say real. I'm going to say I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to say no comment. No comment. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to say I don't know what ghosts are. I don't know. It's, yeah. If it's, I'm going to say I don't know. I, I'm going to say I don't want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> I don't like talking about it. It, it, it's more it's more i think it makes the world more fun to believe if they're real you know that the world is more weird yeah i agree yeah aliens real yeah okay now that's the next one I, on my list but here's aliens. here's the slash aliens real slash ufos because there's many people who believe that aliens are real like i mean the universe is infinite and i yeah i think aliens are real because i think it's kind of ridiculous and it's kind of it's arrogant to believe we'd be the only ones in this giant universe. Yeah. Just the odds. But yeah. how about UFOs? Like spaceships coming in. Um, I mean, I've I mean, I've never seen a UFO and I've heard those UFO stories and I'm like, "Oh my goodness." But I don't I wouldn't I don't know, it's hard. I feel like because UFO is basically an unidentified flying object in the sky, right? True. I feel like if there were aliens, they might be passing through or whatever. I don't believe in alien abductions. Like, honestly, I feel like they're kind of like, I feel like Earth is really pretty primitive, mm. you know? Like, I'm sure they probably saw us and they're just like, ah, fuck this place, you know? Like, <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah, because what, like, the universe is, I'm probably wrong because I forget shit, but the universe is over six billion, six billion years old? Or it has to be it's old. fucking old. It's fucking old. Anyways, it's fucking old. billions of years went by. Before Earth even existed, so there, yeah. so there has so the odds are there are civilizations way way older than ours, yeah. Who probably like you know time travel bending the universe to time travel. They probably like, doing it. Yeah, I mean, and I think yeah. But that's another like idea that maybe UFOs are just the future us or something. Ooh, I like that though. Yeah, They're like oh look at these losers in the past. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah. Aren't there like old paintings of? Have you ever seen that where there's like there's like old paintings from like the old centuries and stuff of like some artist drew a UFO in the corner, or if you look yeah. if you look at like you know hieroglyphics you see yeah. like a spaceship. Yeah. So I mean, I think that's cool. Yeah, that, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, that's some crazy stuff right there. Like, what what's up with that? What is it? No one knows. If that, if that was the case, because that's crazy. Like, I couldn't imagine. I because I watched this documentary, or I don't even know. It was, appropriate to call a documentary called aliens and or not aliens it's called like oh it's called ancient aliens it's really interesting it's just interesting to like hear all this stuff because i mean we weren't born then you know so 
I can see aliens coming in the past and being like, let's help you guys out, whatever. And then they leave or something, you know? <laughs> and like, because I feel like, I don't, because remember, we were, remember that the movie screening we went to? Like, I think it was like a year ago and it was about alien abductions. Yeah, yeah. Remember? Oh, the Puff Underground Film Festival. Yeah, and then you're listening to these stories, you're like, oh my god, like this is kind of, that's like, that becomes really crazy. But I, don't, I mean, I don't know. I'm gonna say yes to UFOs. Yes, UFOs. You know what? Yeah. I gotta. I, I've been meaning to Google something because I always feel like we always hear about alien abductions in the states, usually in the countryside. But you know, I wonder if that happens in China or like in other countries. Yeah. Like that. That would be to see if if they have their yeah. Because we always we, we only hear about these stories of things that happen in the states, but like I'm sure there has to be like even if it's fake, like story like I, maybe in China like. All the abduction stories happen, like, in the farmlands, too. You know, my friend's dad is super obsessed with aliens. That used to be my biggest fear. That that was the thing I aliens? was afraid of. Yeah, like, aliens? Being, yeah, being abducted. Or, like, an alien coming to my bedroom and taking me. Like, when I was a kid, that was, like... Actually, now that you mention it, I think I had those fears as well. It's, I've had those yeah, fears. Yeah, I think my dad is somewhat... Obs- he's not obsessed with aliens, but he... Like, I always shake my head because I get angry when he says this, but he believes that, like, aliens built the pyramids... And I'm like, Dad, you're not. I I get angry at it because not because like I don't I don't like judge him for thinking that. But I kind of like you're not giving ancient Egyptians their own credit. Like, what really, if they didn't build it, but they helped? Them. Yeah, or they gave them as yeah, like or they used the Egyptians as slaves. Your like, dad should your dad should watch Ancient Aliens. <laughs> I think he probably does. He probably does. <laughs> yeah. That's where us. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna say you know aliens. The universe is infinite. Real. Real. Okay, cool. Um, next one on the list: psychics. Fake. Fake. I will. Say, I will say fake. That's an easy one. Yeah. Though I have an interesting story that my mother told me. My grandma, my mother's mother, usually was a really. She had a really hard life, and she would. She had a lot of emotions, a lot of feelings, and my mother told me this crazy story how one day she was so angry, she yelled at my mom really loudly, and she pounded her fist, and then, like, the the pot pan that was on the stove, like, lifted up and flew down. But that's not psychic! That's, like, oh my god, that's so cool! No, I guess that's telepathic? That's, yeah! And, 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 they, and they just both stared at it, and they stared at each other, like, freaked out. Okay, I think, okay, okay, let's let's separate this. That was like some that was like some energy lifting something up. Yeah, that's separate. So psychics, when we t- when we're talking psychics, I'm thinking like people who read your fortune and stuff. And I'm gonna say fake because I feel like they're just really good at reading people, but they don't have any like psychic powers. But you know telepathy and stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe I just want to believe in it so much that I'm like it's real. But <laughs> hey, you just had a first time account, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. So okay, tell. Yeah, telepathy. I don't have one. Is yeah. you know what? Maybe our brains have some power. I don't know, but my mom has that story, and my mom. And let me tell you this: Mama Roke does not lie. So, <laughs> so just based on that story, I gotta say, real psychics, fake as fuck. We talked about this in we talked about this in great detail in episode two or something. Like, speaking of telepathy and all that stuff, like, because, okay, so telepathy is more like these, it's like energy stuff, right? Yeah. And I kind of, I want to say I believe in it because my mom does this thing, it sounds super, like, crazy and stuff, but it kind of works, where it's like, what is it called? She does, it's like this class where basically teaches you how to channel energy, like, like, 
energy through another person and stuff, and it's a lot has it's to do with like healing them and stuff. And um, I remember when I used to be when I would be sick, she would do it to me, and I'd feel better. But that could also be a mental like placebo feeling. But she did tell me like so we had a cat who suddenly decided to become like feral, so he stopped eating. Uh, cat food, and he would only hunt, which I thought was fucking rad. Like, hey, he wants to get back to his old roots, you know? So he would he start hunting mice and stuff, but he got, he was so skinny. So my mom ended up doing that, like, whatever she did, and after that he started eating again. So, like, cat food and stuff. So I was like, huh. Because at first I just, I didn't really believe in it. I just thought, oh, it's just a mental... What did she do exactly, though? So basically, she just, like, touches your head and like she, so like she's concentrating and she's channeling her energy into you to kind of give you more energy if you're sick or something. And there's there's a whole like class, I forgot what it's called. And whenever she send, sends me a leak, I still roll my eyes and stuff. But th- that was the one story where I was like, huh, maybe she's onto something. Because I always feel like as a person, you're like, because you're aware of what she's doing, you could just be like, you know, I just want a quick fix. I want to feel better, so I'm just gonna pretend it worked because i feel like i'm I'm easily influenced with like placebos and stuff you know mm. but when with a cat who you can't explain like you know i'm gonna do this to you i'm gonna channel my energy you're gonna feel better and he started eating again that's when i was like oh okay and then after mentioning your grandmother's story i'm like huh maybe that's like i could believe that's something like similar because it's all about energy yeah you know? it's not about like wow that's a that's a really interesting cat story though like yeah. There you. Well, that's God, your mom is cool. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm always whenever she does these things, because she, she's such, she's like so out there that I'm all like, ugh, because you don't know which to filter, right? Because you're just like, there's just so many crazy things. But then she'll tell me this one thing, where, and I'm like, oh, okay. Hmm. I shouldn't <laughs> laugh at you so much, mother. <laughs> <laughs> because you know the world is weirder than it seems. Yes. I just think, yeah, I think. No, I I don't think everything has been explained yet, and it's kind of fun that everything hasn't been explained. I, I like I kind of like how some things, you know, maybe maybe ghosts or you know mental powers like that can be scientifically explained in the future because you know back back in you know hundreds of years ago, common things that we now know is normal or what we they used to think it was like mythical or magic, right? Mm-hmm. So I mean, yeah, we're we're not that advanced yet. So who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> um, I think shall we shall we start wrapping it up? Go through our question and then the questions. Yeah. And... Alrighty. So if last week on episode eleven, Paige's friend, um, Sally was that the name we gave her? No, Alice. Al- oh, Paige's friend Alice wrote to us uh-huh. about her meet cute. A, a sexy marine man she met while traveling from New York to New Jersey or New Jersey to New York or something. Yeah. She did not get his info and she really wants to meet him again. Uh, we sent out, we sent out, you know, kind of an SOS from her to see if anyone would like to help her find it. And we got a message this week from one of our Tumblr friends from the Penguin Ninja. The Penguin Ninja says... I feel like the friend in episode 11 where she got all that information about the guy was a lot. She knows where he's posted and where he graduated. Couldn't she just look up the alumni or call the base to find Tyler? That is true. We didn't think about that where she could just call up the base and straight up ask. She did. She did do it. Oh, she did. I think. I have to get back to her on that because um, 
because she told me she did she went through like um your like what is it yeah she googled like alumni stuff but maybe she should just call the base i don't think she did that oh i mean that's one i mean that's okay that's a possible thing she could do she could try calling the base there might be Mm -hmm. 10 tylers there but she could be like could you gather all the tylers and let me speak to them send me their photos and (laughs) put them in a lineup for me please or put them on the phone yeah (laughs) (laughs) i mean and like can you be like could you tell every tyler like a girl wants to speak to you i mean i'm pretty sure like every tyler would be like oh that's for me yeah yeah like (laughs) like, yeah like just say this really hot girl met one of you and you know if you're the tyler she's looking for come up to the phone i'm sure i mean if i was a tyler i would be like well i don't remember meeting this person but you know i'm gonna give it a go let's see what happens (laughs) um so the penguin ninja thanks for your thanks for your help um yeah, she should call the base. I w- I also sent you a message this week, Paige, saying like, uh-huh. you know, sh- we should try to find that actor that he he apparently works with. Try to find out, you know, say contact him. Say, hey, yeah. your friend Tyler, this girl's trying to find him. I think that's another good way we could try to find Alice's Tyler. Um, yeah, we'll we'll see we'll see where the story leads. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So that has been uh, tis the season two e zombie. Uh, um, wow, this was a really fun. This was a really fun special episode to record. Unless something happens to us, I think this could be a good, uh, mutually awkward tradition where you know every Halloween we'll just do a. What do you mean, unless something happens to us? Like you know, an alien, like, an alien abducts me, or you know, you you get lost in a haunted house. All right. <laughs> we, yeah. We know. I agree. You know. This was really fun. I agree. <laughs> yeah. I liked it. Um, but yeah, so I guess this would be kind of like in the, the, the tradition of The Simpsons is Treehouse of Terror, what Treehouse of Horror, how they do a scary episode every year. This will be Tis the Season Two Be Zombie Number One. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. So until next time, stay creepy. Stay weird. Mm-hmm.